welcome to the Thousand Word Midlife Crisis. I'm David Young. Episode 8, More Signal, Less Noise. I know I can point to some personal things that have happened during this time that were good, even wonderful, for me. But overall, the 21st century has sucked ass. Bush v. Gore, 9-11, a recession, killer weather, the 2016 election, a pandemic, and now an attempted coup d'etat. And we're less than a quarter way through this damn thing. And since the one thing I know about the 21st century is I'm not making it out alive, this is a good time to memorialize some of the things that I've learned that might make your life easier. Or harder. Your call. Here are seven habits for highly ineffectual people. Number one, there are three secrets to enjoying life. The first is not caring what other people think. Worrying about that creates, well, worry and fear and anxiety and waste your time. The worst part is you confuse what they think with what you think, and that should always be two separate things. The second is to have a good opinion about yourself. I don't mean in the vein of American exceptionalism that you're confident that everything you do is great, because it's not. You will suck more often than you don't. But let yourself off the hook for bad decisions you make and for failing. Failing is just one of two outcomes of trying, and it doesn't mean you're a bad person. We all fail. Hell, I wanted today's podcast to be funny. And the third is to stand up straight. Honestly, good posture just makes you feel better about everything. I know it sounds weird, but it works. Life is always better when you're erect. Okay, maybe it's a little funny. Number two, everyone needs a good lesson in money. Income, expenses, savings, investing, taxes. We're all expected to deal with currency every day, but with little to no training. Add to that our atrocious math skills, and we'd be better off setting fire to our money. But don't confuse understanding money with being able to predict the stock market, because the former is something we all need to learn, while the latter is something no one can do. So I propose a mandatory class in personal economics in high school, so that you can at least come out of there with something you can use every day, besides axe spray and sarcasm. Number three, the one thing I've learned about relationships and Trust me, after a half century, I've only learned one thing. The one thing I've learned is the biggest cause of arguments and fights is unmet expectations. Think about it. You do something and have already decided how your significant other should respond. When they don't read your mind, you get into a fight. And vice versa. If we would all just try not to predict how our significant others should feel and accept that they're separate sentient entities in charge of their own actions and reactions, our lives would be so much easier, and we'd be disappointed less. Psst, that was the one golden nugget among the lumps of coal in this column. Number four, I understand why the 70s get a bad rap. Awful hair and sideburns, flammable suits, Watergate, Coke bottle glasses, Coke bottles. They were the blah decade sandwiched between the summer of love 60s and the synth-scored me decade of the 80s. But I have a fondness for the 70s because of the music and movies of the time. In fact, I'd say the 70s were America's most creative cultural decade and the last time we were entertained by artists, not corporations. It was a decade that gave us a full spectrum of music from Led Zeppelin to John Denver, from Stevie Wonder to ABBA. The music wasn't perfect, but music was never meant to be perfect. Sometimes the drummers were off the beat and the melodies didn't work, but when they did, that made them even more special. In the films, 
The two good Godfather movies, Chinatown, Blazing Saddles, Taxi Driver, Apocalypse Now, The Last Picture Show. Not a superhero to be seen. Well, except a cool Superman movie. And in fact, a few lead characters we just didn't like. And the scripts read like scripture. Sure, the 70s gave us a blockbuster in the franchise movie craze, but that's because they created original films that other filmmakers could only imitate. Jaws, Star Wars, Alien, Rocky, they all exist because someone had the vision to let the artist make their art, not because a focus group liked the poster. As you may have guessed, I miss those days. Number five, we're given two things when we're born, our bodies and our minds. We should take care of them at all costs. Eat right, exercise, get sleep, do crosswords, challenge ourselves. But there's a third thing. Some call it religion, others mindfulness, but it's the thing that holds the other two together. And it's not monopolized by people of faith. It's about anyone who can be in the moment, understand there is something greater than them, and admit they have a duty to help others, not just themselves. Number six, the internet should be the poster child for missed opportunity. Yes, there are some good parts to being connected and some injustices have come to light because of it, but mostly, it's just a large shopping mall where you can be told what to think by disproportionately pissed off people who have an interest in supplying opposing viewpoints. It's like Thanksgiving and Black Friday on the same day. With porn. Number seven. There are only so many important things in life. Most of what we take in is noise, when what we should really be paying attention to is signal. Count the things that are important to you on your fingers. If you have to use two hands, you're not understanding the word important. You, the ones you love and the ones that love you. Looky there, you still have two fingers left. Hey, careful. So until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember, kids' sports aren't terrible because of the kids. Yours in crisis, Dave. This is a thousand word midlife crisis, written and narrated by David Young. Special thanks to graphic designer Sabrina Young for the logo and musician Daniel Vesey for the music. This has been a Carson Clay production.